Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience.
Let's go. Hey. Yeah. Lighthouse with the love bishop dog. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is everybody excited to be in the presence of the Lord? I'm so excited. And if you are excited as I am with great expectation in your heart, I would like us all to be on our feet as we welcome Bishop Daniel Halley. But for the love of the church, he resigned. Lighthouse started at the canteen. But now we have a branch at Mozambique. With the focus on Anakasu. That is why we get many members. Door to door evangelism. Basenta meetings. If you don't come, we'll follow up. Let's be serious and do this God I thing. I can't feel you. With the Lord Bishop Dad. I don't see your body shaking at all. His preaching is so powerful. Select that. Give us some volume. I think it's, it's the reason. May God richly bless you. May God richly bless you. Shake yourself. Shake Shake the devil off. God will use you to do wonders. You encourage us to work for the Lord. Very soon, we will turn pastors. We will use our gift in church. If you can sing, sing in church. We will just make you dance in church. Bishop Doug has written many books. He has trained a lot of pastors. He leads this campaign. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Door to door evangelism. Let's be serious and do this God thing. Lighthouse with the love Bishop Dad. Bishop Dad. His preaching is so powerful. Bishop Dad. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. This is our intro to all our preaching from now onwards. So you better get used to it. You get it. Some of you have made yourself overly old. Meanwhile, you are not older than Adam. So better calm down before. Because the older you get, the sooner you die. So be young. Tell your neighbor, be young, be young. Be young, be young. Give the pastor a smile. Please give the pastor a smile. How many of you remember this song? It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing. To serve the Lord is a great thing To serve the Lord Walking in the light of God It is a great thing To serve the Lord It is a great thing To serve the Lord It is a great thing To serve the Lord Walking in the light of God It is a great thing To serve the Lord It is a great to serve the Lord, it is a great thing. To serve the Lord, walking in Let's sing it one more time. It is a great thing. To serve the Lord, it is a great thing. To serve the Lord, it is a great thing. To serve the Lord, walking in the light of God. How many of you are ready to walk, 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 walk? Walking in the light of Walk, 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 walk. Walking in the light, walking in the light of God. I 
excited to be in that presence. Look, when you come to the church, you must shake the devil off. Do you understand? Yeah. Sometimes demons have followed you. They've come into the presence of God. Sometimes it's depression. Sometimes it's accusation. Sometimes it's loss of hope. When you come, praises are to help you to shake him off. Let's shake one second. Shake, shake, shake. Shake the devil off. Shake, shake, shake. Shake the devil off. In the name of Jesus. Let's go. Shake, shake, shake. Shake the devil off. Come on. Shake, shake, shake. Shake the devil off. Shake, shake, shake. Shake the devil off. In the name of Jesus. Shake the devil off. Wonderful. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for your mighty, mighty Holy Spirit that is here with us this morning. Speak to us in a special way. Let decisions be made today. Let destinies be changed today. Let there be transformation in our lives. Bring light where there is darkness. Bring healing where there is sickness. Bring understanding where there is confusion. In the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Your word declares that you sent forth your word and you healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Today, let there be deliverance for your people. Your word declares that upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. We receive deliverance from evil, deliverance from death, deliverance from oppression, deliverance from every case in the name of Jesus. To you be praise and glory forever and ever. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Give your neighbor a high five. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. It's everybody, is everybody happy to be around? Great, 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 great. Well, it's an honor and a privilege to be sharing God's word with you this morning. I'm going to be very brief, so you better start listening to me now. Or else I'll be done before you start listening. All right? Say amen. Amen. Say a nicer amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, I want to start sharing a series with you, and the title of my series is, It is a Great Thing to Serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. I want to have more people serving God. That's why I'm sharing this series with you as a church. I want to start by Correcting a misconception that many people have when we talk about serving God or when we talk about servants of God. Because 
we all believe when we say somebody is a servant of God, that the person is a pastor, the person is a prophet. It's like a prophet, a pastor, a priest. These are servants of God. But it's not true. You don't have to be, a, it's not only pastors who are servants of God. It's not only prophets who are servants of God. It's not only priests who are servants of God. Priests are servants of God. Pastors are servants of God. And prophets are servants of God. Evangelists are servants of God. Apostles are servants of God. But they are not the only people who are servants of God. When you look through the Bible, you see many people who serve God who were not priests, pastors, prophets, and all these things that we know around. For example, Abraham. Abraham was not a pastor. Abraham was a business tycoon. Tell your neighbor tycoon. He was a business tycoon, but he served God. Isaac, his son, took after his father. He was also not a priest, but he served God. Then came the one that will shock you, Jacob. Now, this guy, Jacob, he was a pickpocket. Yeah, even in his mother's womb, he was stealing from the mother's womb. Until he met God. But he was never a priest. But he served God. In Exodus 32 verse 8, the Bible says, Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thy servants. They were not priests. Let me come to ones that you know. Moses. Moses was not a priest. Aaron was the priest. Moses was not a priest. But the Bible describes Moses as a servant of God. He was born in Pharaoh's house. He was a president. But he served God. Then who again? David. Davidi. David. He was a a hunter, shepherd type of I'm a Greek student at UKZ and looking after animals. Then later he joined the army and went to war, killing people all over the place. But the Bible describes him as a servant of God. Now let me give you the shocker. Tell your neighbor, brace yourself. Tell, tell your neighbor, brace yourself. Because this one will shock you. Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar was a servant of God. Now, Nebuchadnezzar was an unbeliever. As for Nebuchadnezzar, his case, Jacob is better. Jacob was a pickpocket, later convert. Nebuchadnezzar was a full unbeliever. But he was a servant of God. I'll show you from the scriptures. I like the look on your faces, the look of curiosity. It means you, are, you can hear me. But he served God. He served God. I think Jeremiah 25. In Jeremiah 25, the people of Judah and Jerusalem, they had not listened to God. And God wanted to destroy them. So God said, when you read through and you get to verse 9, God said, it's one of the longest scriptures in the verses in the Bible. God said, I will send Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, 
servant of the Lord. <laughs> is it there? Where is it? He said, and behold, I will send and take all the families of the north. Say the Lord. And Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, my enemy, my neighbor, my servant. So the question you ask yourself, I mean, how can an unbeliever be a servant? I mean, you have always thought that, look, the, when it comes to Nebuchadnezzar, there's, there's Satan, there's Osama bin Laden, then there's Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> I mean, if you are ranking in order, after Nebuchadnezzar, there's Goliath. That's it. These are the enemies of God. But the Bible tells us, clearly, it says, I will send this guy, and this guy, He's my, ser- my servant. The church is very shocked. I can feel from the quietness. Now, so then, who is a servant? Who then is a servant? I said, if Nebuchadnezzar can be a servant of God, then ask for you that you are in the church. You must be a servant of God. Because even if an unbeliever you may easily get to heaven and find out that Osama bin Laden is a servant of God. Yeah! I don't want to go into it today. Today I have a lot of things to do in the service. So next week, when you come next week, I will prove to you, you'll be shocked. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying he could be. So who is a servant? A servant. Let's say if, 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 I need a good. What's your name again? Fariji, if Fariji is my servant, what it means is that, I told you to sit here, ne? this is your permanent place in the church from today. Very soon you'll be wearing a suit and you'll be sitting here. Yeah. If Fariji is my servant, what it means is that Fariji serves my interest. Hello? What it means is that he does what I want him to do. So a person qualifies to be your servant when he does what you want him to do. That's why when God needed somebody to go and destroy Judah and Jerusalem and he sent Nebuchadnezzar that go and destroy them immediately, he qualified Nebuchadnezzar to become his servant because Nebuchadnezzar was destroying the the people of Judah for the Lord. It's as simple as that. He said, I will send him. It's not, as Nebuchadnezzar was there, he wasn't planning to go to Judah. God sent him and he woke up and said, Ah, God, you want to send me? I'm going to Judah. I will take away all of them. Simple and short. So a servant is somebody who carries out the wishes of another person. So when we say you are a servant of God, it means you serve the interest of God. And I'm saying that it is a great thing to serve God. I mean, of all the people you can serve, God is the best person to serve. And I'll show you as we go on. When we serve God, so a servant is some, to serve means to seek the interest of another person. So if you serve God, you seek God's interest. Not your interest. God's interest. Matthew chapter 6. In Matthew chapter 6, 
For sake of time, let's read from 31. The Bible says, take no thought of yourself, saying, what shall we eat? And what shall we drink? And wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. But your heavenly Father knows that ye have need of these things. Then verse 33 says, But seek ye first. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all other things shall be added unto you. When it comes to serving God, serving God means to seek the interest of God. And God's interest is in his kingdom and his righteousness. Now, our Bible that is on the screen is true, okay? It's not, we have not doctored it. It's not doctored. Do you get it? Yeah. You can read your Zulu Bible when you get home. Just read it when you get to Listen. There's more listening to do than reading your Bible. Just when you go, mark it. Then you go and confirm whether it's in your Zulu Bible. But I would like you to know that this is our Bible. It's not doctored. It's just the raw, raw truth King James Version. When you seek God, to seek God or to serve God is to seek his kingdom. And God's kingdom is the church. Please, I'm waiting when we get to heaven, then I'm going to seek God because we will really, really be in God's kingdom properly. This is God's kingdom. This is, Jesus said, when you pray, say, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy what? Then what? Thy kingdom come. God's kingdom is this one. The church is God's kingdom. So to seek God or to serve God means to seek God's church. To serve the interest of God in his church. That's what it means. So if Nebuchadnezzar, if God wanted to use Nebuchadnezzar to build this church, Nebuchadnezzar would have said, yes, I'm ready to build. I will come. I'm a servant. Now you, God is asking you, come and serve my kingdom. Come and seek my kingdom. Come and seek my, which is come and help the church. Hallelujah. Now, why is it a great thing to seek God's kingdom? Because when you seek God's kingdom, Bible says all other things will be added to you. This is, this is one, this is perhaps the master key in the Bible for prosperity. Seeking God's kingdom and God's kingdom first so that all other things be added unto you. Many, many people don't make time to seek God's kingdom. I mean, the church is the last thing on their minds. The only time they remember the church is Sunday morning when they have to dress up and go to church. And usually they are more excited when they've bought a new dress to wear. So then it's a good occasion to show it off because there are about 300 plus people to see they are nice. And you know this church we take very nice pictures. It will come on Facebook. Maybe somebody in Australia will spot you and say, oh this girl, I can marry her. So then the girl. That's the only time. That's the only time. And pastor, is it possible? One day I was watching some pictures with a young man. I mean, a group of people, two pastors and two young men. Then as we were watching the pictures on Facebook, one of the brothers said, Pastor, I think this is the one. 
Now, the picture, they were seated. So, he said, I think this is the one. So, I said, how do you know by just the picture? He said, no, this is... So, I asked, what if you go and to start with, she's married. Because the picture didn't show whether she's wearing a ring or not. What if you go and then maybe she's slimmer because sometimes you see it on the top, small, but when you go down, my God, Kabashataya! You see that when you go to buy pizza, when you buy pizza, they ask you, do you want thin base or thick base? When you look at the top of the pizza, you can't tell from there whether it's a thick base or a thin base. But when you lift it up, then you see that my God. So when you are ordering, they let you choose exactly what you want. Some like it thin, some like it thick. So then you choose. Whether you want it, if you want to eat more meat, you choose thin base. If you want to eat more bread, you choose thick base. It's up to you. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you want it, some people prefer it. Heavy, heavy. Jiggy, jiggy. Baby, do you want it? I mean, yeah. It's your preference. Yeah. So when you get there, you look at the people and say, Sensima, who got the keys to my bema? Who am I? Yeah. So then you choose whether you want it heavy or it's all up to you. Anyway, back to what I was saying, a servant of God. <laughs> Tell your neighbor you must be a servant of God. When you serve God, one of the greatest things that happens to you is that God adds the things that people are looking for to you. So that's why it says from 31, it says, take no thought of yourself. Stop thinking about yourself. If you are going to serve me, stop thinking, stop being selfish. Stop thinking about yourself. Stop only focusing on yourself. Stop only looking at yourself. You don't need to the question. What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? As a pastor, these three things are the last things I think about. By the grace of God, since I I started serving God, I don't think, what will I eat? I eat. Not as many times as you eat, but I eat. Where do you think this body comes from? You think it's just oxygen. You think it's just oxygen. I eat. Yeah. I mean, you don't grow tall by just breathing. Ask short people. They have been breathing. Let me stand here and be safe. I don't think, what will I drink? 
what you drink, but I drink. I don't think what will I wear. Have you seen me moving around without clothes before? I always have something to wear. Then the Bible tells us clearly all these things, all these things. Yesterday, my wife was wearing a, 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 a nice dress. So then somebody told her, your dress is very nice. Then she said, oh, it's from Canada. So then, I remember that my shirt, my, my t-shirt I was wearing is also from America. So I told the person, me too, me too, me too. Me too, me too. In the cause of me too, my shirt is from America. I had to make that point because... Just in case, just in case you think that my shirt is from Mr. Price. So I told the person, my shirt is also from America. It was bought with dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Not runs. Dollars. I don't think of what am I going to wear. I'm not thinking next Sunday, what am I When Sunday comes, I'll find something to wear. And what I'm wearing, I can wear it next Sunday. Yeah. So, the Bible says, don't think about these things. Don't be preoccupied by what are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? No. Then he says, verse 32, all these things, the things that I'm talking about, that is what unbelievers are seeking for. They are looking for it. They are looking for it. This is the reason why people get angry when they see the pastor driving a nice car. Because they have been looking for a nice car and they can't find it. So when they come to church and they see that the pastor has been blessed with a nice car, they say, ah, our money. Usually those are the people who don't give any offerings at all. Our money. Sometimes they don't even come to the church. Oh. So they say, our man, the pastor has stolen money. The question I ask is that, is your money lost? Is your money lost? Your money, you in particular, is your money lost? But if you also serve God, when the pastor packs his nice car, then you also come, you are driving your car, then you come and pack. Dun, 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 dun. Then you also come and pack. Yeah. Yeah, that's, this, is, this is the problem for unbelievers. They see politicians driving nice cars. They shut their mouth. They don't say anything. Serve God. Look, this place, eh? there's a car park somewhere here. My vision is that one day we'll rent the car park. Every Sunday we'll rent that car park. When you come to church, there'll be people, we'll call them car park guards or we'll give them a nice prophetic name. Yeah. There'll be about 50 to 100 of them. All of them with driver's license. So when you get to church, you just come off. Then you give your key to them. Then they go and park it at that parking. Like that. That's all. When church closes, you come. Then you, you point your, identify your car key. Then they bring your car. Like you've gone to a hotel. That's my vision. Let's serve God together. You will see it happening practically in your life. Practically to happen in your life. He says all these things the Gentiles are looking for. But your heavenly father knows that you need them. 
So God, it's not like God is oblivious to the fact that you need to eat, you need to dress, you need to drink something. He knows. He knows that you need them. But he said, but seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness. When you do that, I, God, I will add all these things to you. I will surprise everybody. They will become so surprised that at your workplace, you are not busy seeking a promotion. You are just seeking God and doing your work. By the time you realize, they say they need a manager here, then they choose you. Then you see the unbelievers there, they begin to, hey, well, uh, she, he has done muti to the, to the boss. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Hey. The worst one, she's sleeping with the boss. If it's by sleeping with the boss, ask all those people who have been sleeping with their bosses. Where it has taken them. I didn't say that. No, disclaimer. Let's put this disclaimer there. Yeah. He says, I will add it to you. Then God says that, listen, even verse 34, he says, all these thinkings, it will just, it won't change anything. It won't add anything to what you are doing. It will add, he says, then he says, sufficient unto the day, verse 34, is the evening jollof. <laughs> Sorry. Is the evil thereof. Yeah. He says, there's a lot of evil in one day. If you are going to be thinking and thinking and thinking, you will even go crazy. Yeah. Every day you are thinking of school fees. You are thinking of this. You are thinking of rent. You are thinking of your grandmother's wig. You are, look, your grandmother should get a boy cat. A boy cat. It's okay. She's old. Ah. Even Miss South Africa, she had a boy cat. And she won Miss South Africa. Look, all brothers, let's stop buying weaves. Because the most beautiful girl in South Africa is not wearing a wig. And she's the most beautiful girl. So, since you are trying to be a beauty, just get a boycott. Let's all be happy. Since last Friday, we have stopped buying whips. Yeah. Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are trying to make you the most beautiful girl in, 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 in South Africa. And I'm saying that the most beautiful girl in South Africa, she's closer. Wow. Wow. What a shock. Wow. And she's slim like that. Team base. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, it's very powerful. Hey. Yeah, she won it with the boy cut. I said, her hairstyle is like my own. Same. 30 runs. That's all. You are fine. Instead of this Brazilian hair, 4,000, we, we won't buy again. We are done. When my wife comes, tell her we are done. We won't buy again. Back to my preaching. Back to my preaching. When you serve God, the things that people are looking for, when you seek God, the things that people are looking for, God asks them to you. Yeah, God asks them to you. Many of us are young. Let's see God when we are young, sisters. Many of the people you see, nobody's marrying them. They are just moving around. They become aunties, graduated into grandmothers, all this. They didn't see God early. You can quote me anyway. 
They didn't see God early. When you see God, God knows that you need a husband. He'll add it to you. Yeah. You bring a brother who's also seeking God. They say, ah, this I like. This is the one. Yeah, let's see God together. Yeah. When you seek God, God prospers you. Second Chronicles, in Second Chronicles, I think verse chapter 26, the Bible talks about a king called Uzziah. Now, Uzziah, he was only 16 years old when his father died. His father was Amaziah. He died in chapter 25. So they made him king. Young, small boy. And the Bible says, he sought the Lord, verse 5, and Uzziah sought the Lord in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in visions, in the visions of God. Then look at the next phrase. says, for as long as he sought the Lord, the Lord prospered him. For as long as he was seeking God, God prospered him. For as long, not for as long as he was a king. For as long as he was seeking God. And I said to seek God means to serve God's interest. To do what God wants to do. To be the one God is using to do what he wants to do. For as long as he sought God, God prospered him. God prospered him. God, God blessed him. When you seek God, God blesses you. Amen. Don't seek a man. Amen. Don't seek a woman. Amen. Seek God. Serve God. Some of you can serve your bosses like you are horses. When it comes to God, you just put God on standby. All the people who serve me in the church, some make tea for me, some make coffee for me, some make things I don't know what they are making, but they make something. Some clean the office, clean this. All the ladies, anytime I see them doing something, the question I ask that, I hope they do the same for their husbands. Yeah. Look, when they are serving me tea, you think I'm a king. Hello, Bishop, this, this thing. This thing has the following components. The chemical composition of this tea is. My wife is not here, so the science is not coming. If my wife were here, she would give me the chemical composition. Yeah. The question I ask myself is, Ray, when they go home, do they put the tea on a tray? The saucer, they, they take a saucer, put the tea cup on it, and take a tray and come to their husband and say, Hello, darling. The chemical composition of this tea is when they get home, they are like witches. When they get home, they are like witches. Yeah. The first thing they do when they get home is to remove their wig. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. Immediately, all the beauty disappears. That's, that's, if you like, I can use one sister as an example. My God, my God, my God, my God. People are running away. Yeah. Give, give me your, your, your. So, it's like, this is the way. Can, can you wig it for me? Wig it on my head. Aha. Yeah. I'm like a Mojahideen. 
Mojahideen terrorist. Yeah. So then, when they are serving, hello, pastor. Please, nanku, nanku juice, eh, biscuit. Please, do you want biscuits with it or you just want uh, just built on? Would you like built on? Then when they get you, then yeah, then then the meeting becomes man to man, man to man. man to man, man to they take it off yeah, they take it sometimes they take it off, they don't put it down they are holding it <laughs> they are holding it then they see Mr. Husband the look on his face is that he's hungry I mean we have been to check the whole day we have come, what else would then they ask the question, this is the question that amazes me will you eat no, I will eat. I'll run. I'll run. I'll run. Foolish question. I've been in church the whole day from morning till evening. When I get home, after you have taken off the wig, the first question you ask, will you eat? Are you hungry? What, what do you expect? But you can't say what you want to say because you are holding the wig. <laughs> if you give the wrong answer immediately, Then you gather confidence and say, Oh, I will eat. What will you eat? <laughs> Please. Do you have rice? <laughs> and what? Um, please. Anything that is there, rice and water, rice and water, just bring it. Then they give you the last blow. It's in the fridge. Go and warm it. Then they throw that thing down. Yeah. So usually I watch them. And it's always my prayer that the same way they are serving me nicely. When they get home, they will rather upgrade the service to the husband who's at home. Upgrade it. That's why a lot of husbands are jealous of pastors. It's not the pastor's fault. They look at the way their other partner is serving the pastor nicely. When she gets home, it's like she does, her mother didn't teach her to cook. Yeah. With the wig, then she'll kick off her shoes. Today, I don't want to kick off my shoes. It doesn't mean there are holes in my socks. There are no holes in my socks. I just don't want to, I mean, I reserve a right to take off my shoes or not. Yeah. Then they kick off their shoes. And they kick it off from the front door. So their shoes go anywhere. One, one foot has fallen on the TV. The other one is on the microwave. Then they are moving in the house. Then they start removing. They remove, they remove the title belt. Then they throw it here. Hey! So if you don't have children to be picking up after them, it's a problem. Yeah. So it's my prayer. In the same way, we serve so many people when it comes to Almighty God who deserves all things. Then we take off our wig, kick off the shoes, take off the title belt. Whether you tied it or you glued it, just 
Then we start bo- then we start moving in the house. <laughs> hey, like you are going to fight with somebody. The question is, are you going to fight with me or the children? Because we have not done it. We just came to church. We were in the same church. We had the same preaching from the same pastor. When it comes to God, we do the same thing. You have served your mother. You have served your teacher. You have served your boss. You have served the ANC. You have served UKZ10. You have served EFF. You have served Julius Malema. You have served everybody. And when it, when it comes to God, you just turn your back like that. Oh, what is this Basenta meeting? If you don't come, we will follow up. What is it? We don't need it. But for as long as you serve God, God will prosper you. I've been serving God since I finished my trick. I've been serving God longer than some of you have been alive. And God has prospered me. Whatever you call prosperity, God has prospered me. Yeah. I remember before I got married, a doctor told me, you can't have children. I told my pastor, my pastor said, don't mind the doctors. Usually when they are full, they say anything they want to say. (laughs) And my pastor was a doctor. Two of them, two doctors, a specialist and a GP. They said to me, don't mind these people. They gave me a form, sign. So I went to show it to my pastor. Just sign and give it to them. They are not God. Don't mind them. Today, I have two children. After I I had one child, then I closed my eyes, I opened, I saw there was another child. <laughs> hey! I said, hey! Where did you come from? He said to me, First National Bank. I said, okay. Welcome to the house. I told my wife, you know something? I don't want surprises anymore. These games are over. That's the only reason why I don't have more children. I would have had about 43 by now. Because if they were coming every year, hey! Surprise, booyah! Then they are here. Yeah. God has prospered me. I'm telling you. I I am telling you the truth in Jesus' name. When I want to do something, I just have to send a a text message. Yeah. Sometimes I need somebody to take me somewhere. I need a ride. I just put on a group. Does anybody love me in this world who want to give me a ride? That's it. One day I put some, a message like that on one of the group. Then somebody sent me a message. I am, I am here, as in they've arrived. When I got out of my house, there were two cars. Two different people. They were coming to pick me up. This one had car. I was going somewhere with my children. I think we were coming to church or something like that. So I told my children, you sit in this car. Me, I'll sit in this car. And then we were just coming. If it's not a blessing, then what is a blessing? Tell me what a blessing is. Tell me what a blessing is. Tell me what a blessing is. If you see God, God will prosper you. I said, if you see God, for as long as he sought the Lord, the Lord prospered him. Number three. Let me show you some, another one. David. Psalm 34. If you see God, you will not lack any good thing. In Psalm 30, 34 verse 8, David said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. He said, Fear the Lord, ye his saints. For they that fear him lack no good thing. Or there is no lack in them that fear him. Then verse 10 is this piece of scripture. 
You are looking. He says, the lion lack and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall lack no good. You will lack no good thing. I said you will lack no good thing. As we seek God. He said, those who seek God, they will lack no good thing. They will lack no good thing. He says, even the young lion, lion is hungry. Like a lion, look, they are strong, they fight, they kill. He said, they suffer lack, they have become hungry. But those who seek God, I can say with Solomon, I've been young and I'm old. I've never been forsaken, nor begged for bread. Yeah. I can say that with Solomon. Never. I said, never ever has it been that it's like I'm hungry. I don't know what I'm going to eat. I don't have anything. Never. Yeah. All these years that I've been serving God. Yeah. Hey, Pastor, but you, you have. Look, when I started to work, I was, my salary was 2,000 rands. I don't like to say these things through this black microphone. If they had given me a red microphone, I would have said it. Yeah. But I don't like to say 2,000 rands. I, but I, and I was married. I wasn't alone. I had a wife. One of the first things I did when I finished university was to marry. There's no, there's no use of wasting your time moving around. You are moving for 33 years. Pastor, I want to be 40 before I marry. By the time you are 40, who do you think will marry you? You are, you are almost about to retire. Who should marry you? No. Marry young. I married very young. One of my visions is that by the time I'm 50, I shouldn't pay anybody's school fees. At least not my children. If I'm paying, it means I want to help somebody. I might no more. So they should finish school and be working by the, when they hear that I'm 50, them, nobody should ask me for school fees again. No, no, no. I said when they hear that I'm 50, what? Them, nobody should ask me for school fees again. Yeah. You better collect all your school fees before I turn 50. Yeah. But I've never had a day that is like I need something to I lack I need something to eat. By all means, we'll find something to eat. Yeah. Final scripture, and then we close. I have 36 seconds. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Bible says, For without faith, it's impossible to please God. For they that come to him must know that he is, and he's a rewarder. Of them that diligently seek him. God rewards those who seek him diligently. To seek diligently means to to serve God forcefully, efficiently, effectively, diligently. Hard work. Hard work. Yeah. Yesterday, Yesterday I had two funerals. When I finished this one, I went to the next one. As though they were waiting for me. Hey! I thought they would be doing it and going forward whilst I'm busy at the first one. When I left here, I got there, they were, they, they were waiting for me. Yes, there are two fights at the same cemetery. Mercy. Mercy. Two fights at the same cemetery. No, you were far away. Yeah. After your drama, when I got this one, when I got, they had dug the hole. The hole was smaller than the coffin. My God. Hey. I said, look, have you not heard of me? <laughs> Can I borrow your five minutes? 
time me five minutes. I said, no. Have you heard of me? I asked the phone up. Have you heard of me? Just a few minutes ago, I was about to beat some funeral parlor people. I just look at the people around. They all had their phones. I said, if I beat the guy, it will be on social media. So I controlled myself. But as, when my people passed by, I said, just slap him, slap him. <laughs> no, if you like, ask James. I told him, just, just slap him. So that when, when the fight comes, it's like we've beaten him, but I didn't beat him because... If you beat him, I will go and defend you. But if I beat him, you can't go and defend me. So I was asking them, you have no head of me. <laughs> the other guy escaped. You, you will not escape. <laughs> yeah! Why was I busy? I mean, do I look like somebody who fights with dead bodies, uh, death-related ghost town fights? No! Just for the work of the ministry, I grew wild. Yeah! Because somebody is trying to lay their child to rest peacefully and beautifully. Why should you want to mess it up? Why should you? It's all related to the kingdom. Why should you mess it up? Many of us, we look, even coming to church is a bad thing. Yes. You come to church like a blue moon. Or a, a lunar eclipse. Yeah. You happen. Look, the whole generation you may see you only once. Yeah. If it, you are late, oh, the church starts at 10 o'clock. I'm not saying this one. I'm saying you are late. The church starts at 10 o'clock. It is 10.59. You are walking from Long Market. Coming to church. You're already late. You are almost an hour late. Now before you are dragging your feet. As though you are carrying two terabytes of data with you as you are moving. Some people are saying it's a thick base. (laughs) Thick base, you should be used to it by now. You've been carrying it all your life. Then you make a call. Hello. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. Sure. Later. Then you continue. You're already late. But Bible says God is a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. From today, may you seek God diligently. Diligently. So that God will reward you. Stand to your feet. Let's share where they pray and let us close. You can put your hands together. It's allowed. <laughs> Lift your hands for a minute or two and just pray for yourself quickly. And say, God, I want to save you. Help me. Help me. I commit myself to your service. I have heard that it is a great thing to serve the Lord. I want to be one of your servants. Lift your hands. Just pray wherever you are. Just pray. Pray. 
Lord, help us to serve you. Help us to serve you and to seek you. To seek your kingdom diligently, Lord, as Christians. In the name of Jesus. You said when we seek you first, you will add all the things that the Gentiles are looking for unto us. We will seek you. We will serve you. In the name of Jesus. You are here this morning, every eye closed, every head bowed. You know in your heart that if you die today, you will not go to heaven. Bible says God loved the world so much, he sent his only begotten son. Why? That anyone who believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. You are here like that. You say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Lift up your right hand quietly where you are standing. You want to go to heaven when you die. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Every eye closed, please. Let's give people privacy. Lift your hand. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. Every eye is closed. Lift it high above. Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to go to heaven when I die. If your hand is up, Come to me, I'll pray with you quickly. Your hand is up, come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hands. You lifted up your hands. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Let him have his way. pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus for dying to save me. Amen. Put your hands together for them. Father, thank you for these ones. Bless them. Keep them. Fill them with your spirit and use them to your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wonderful. Well, you see um, the gentleman over there and the two beautiful ladies there. They have something special they want to give to you. What's your name? You have very bright eyes. What's your name? Sandy Siwe. Saneli Siwe. Wow, wonderful. Saneli Siwe and all your relatives. Go there. He has something for you. And then you come back to your seat quickly. Please clap for them. Help them, please. They have something wonderful for you. 
Oh, clap for them, please. Jesus died for them. All you have to do is to clap for them. How many of us will serve the interest of God from today? If Nebuchadnezzar, don't forget this, if Nebuchadnezzar was a servant of God, then we don't have any reason not to serve God. Nebu. I mean, ask your neighbor, Nebu. Nebu. No, 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 no. I'll serve God. I'll serve God. I mean, if Nebu, Nebu, I'll, David, I understand. Moses, I understand. Abraham, I understand. But Nebu. Ask for Nebu. Clever. Nebu. Nebu. We must serve God. We must serve God. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083 773 1605. God richly bless you.